from the lakes of Minnesota. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors. Dan, I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. Back from my trip to Colorado, and I'll tell you more about that. Uh, I've got a lot to tell you about for uh, <laughs> the last seven days. Uh, hope everyone's having a great day and join us here on 1350 SPN. Don't forget, you can always go over to the FM side, 101.2 FM, I believe, or you can check us out on Facebook. We got the old streaming going. I got a little extra something surprise for you guys on Facebook Live today. So I hope you get a chance to go check that out. I hope you find it as funny as I did. I thought it was pretty funny. So, But you know my sense of humor. I, I'm easily amused. So there you go. Hey, we're going to be talking uh, with a, uh, a couple people this uh, morning as guests. We got uh, Larry from the Iowa Jeep Club coming on here pretty quick. And then we uh, have some other stuff to tell you about. I want to welcome a new sponsor to the show, our new partner. And that's Tim and the gang over at Iowa Pest and Termite Control. They actually came over yesterday, and uh, Jenny was seeing some spiders. And uh, Tim and uh, the gang came over, and they took care of it. And I'm telling you, if you got something bugging you, don't be bugged. Call Iowa Pest and Termite Control. They'll take care of you. They've been out twice, and I tell you, they do a thorough job. Very polite, very professional, and it's more than I could ever ask for. And, uh, you know, the, so they're going to help us out on the show here. And, you know, eventually, I don't know how we're going to do this or not, but we're going to do like a free debugging of a house. Or, you know, if you got something's bugging you, we're going to help you get unbugged. Uh, but that'll be later down the road. So, because we want you to know all about Iowa Pest and Termite Control before we give that away. Speaking of pests, we got Larry on the phone, and you know these guys aren't pests; they just they're just good good folks. How you doing there, Larry boy? Good. I'm doing really good. The weather's uh, the weather's smiling on us. Uh, you're not. I was a little worried about you guys because when I last time I looked at the weather yesterday, it said all day, and hopefully you guys will make it through the end of the day before you get wet, huh? Yeah, it, uh, things are looking really really good in the weather department. I, I thought we might be coming down here to some rain showers, but, uh, yeah, and, and the rains previous uh, this last week have been missing us, too. Yeah, well, let's just hope that keeps up. I, You know, you guys have been uh, doing this for how long now? Uh, this is the 10th anniversary of the Iowa Jeep Show. It's actually called the Iowa All-Breeds Jeep Show and 4x4 event, but it seems to always get shortened up to just be called the Iowa Jeep Show. Yeah, I tell you what, it, and it, you guys, it's not just vehicles out there. I mean, you got you got obstacle courses for people to take advantage of. You got vendors. Um, you got uh, activities for the kids. Uh, you got drone. I mean, people were flying drones around. Um, you got a lot of stuff happening just, and it's just not Jeeps. Like you said, there's a lot of folks out there with all, or all sorts of different types of vehicles. Yeah. You know, Jeeps are an iconic vehicle. Jeeps have actually been manufactured by many different companies over the years, but, and we don't just, we don't just bring in just Jeeps. We bring in, uh, Scouts and Broncos and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, they come out here and have a good time and it's all kind of the same kindred spirit, you know? Yeah. Well, absolutely. Hey, did you? Uh, now, are you guys having the military folks out again? Uh, we got uh, one army booth here that's active army this year, and then we always seem to have a really great bunch of guys. It's the uh, the military reenactment group that sets up a World War II camp type uh -huh. deal. They got a they have a fifty caliber machine gun set up in a foxhole here. Well, nothing wrong with that. 
in a well, you know, there's geese flying around. I don't know if you can put buckshot in a fifty caliber, but uh, uh, anyway, it's yeah for all our it's, for all it's, our. And you can come out here and you can come out here and actually shoot that gun. It's uh, it's set up to run off uh, oxycetylene. Yeah, for all our federal wildlife officials listening to the show today, Larry was just kidding. So uh, it, yeah, those are those are federally protected birds, Larry. Uh, do you have to have a three-shell limit in a 50-cal? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Larry, I'm going to let you go because I don't <laughs> want to see you get in trouble. Anyway. Uh, we're, yeah. we're fine, but yeah. come, come, yeah, tell everybody just come on out. It's, it's it's a great time. And if they come out, they can get a ride in the Jeep. We can give them a ride on the off-road course and through the wooded trail and stuff. And the next thing you know, there'll be a Jeep owner next year. But. Well, yeah, there you go. Now, hey, now, you guys have been um, – how long has the Iowa Jeep Club been going on? Iowa Jeep Club is actually two years younger than the Iowa Jeep Show. The Iowa Jeep Show was started 10 years ago, and the Iowa Jeep Club was started eight years ago. Wow. Well, you know, here's the thing. If you got a Jeep out there, folks, uh, the thing that you should join these guys and gals, uh, there's a bunch of ladies in there, too. Um, you guys get together and help people uh, do... Um, uh, refabs. I mean, if you get a new Jeep part and you need help, you guys actually have meetings to help. Yeah, we have, we have talk, what's called a talking tune where we get together and, and various guys at shop and somebody needs help. But new, new people that need help figuring something out on their Jeep, you know, there's that's the cool thing about the, the whole Jeep and off-road community is everybody's really close-knit and help each other. But one thing I'd like to mention, if, if people have ever read the magazine, Jeep magazine, and seen the great Will, epic Willie's Adventure, uh-huh. there's a series about going out in the West with a bunch of old Willies. Those guys are here this oh, year. Oh, cool. And they've, they've been they've been with part of the show for a long time, and they're back this year, and they got a bunch of the old Willies that they, they took across that epic Willie's Adventure that was uh, seen in the news and magazines. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Tell uh, how's Paula, or Paula, and everybody doing okay? Well, everybody survived getting ready, so we all showed up for work today. So we're pretty, everybody's pretty cheerful. We were actually ahead of schedule on getting this place ready to go, and since we moved to, to Cambridge, Iowa, you know the the facility and the and the park grounds down here has has just been a blessing. Uh, we can set stuff up, and we don't have to move 100 dump truck loads of dirt in and then 100 dump truck loads of dirt out, you know. So yeah, you can, uh, we, we got food vendors. The church comes out here and, and sells food and just a, just a really good time. And you guys got free camping for if folks want to come out and camp and everything. You guys got camping available for there. And there's just yep, a, we got free camping in the campgrounds this year. We're going to put up a, uh, a inflatable like drive-in movie theater and they're going to show a movie tonight at the, in the campgrounds and that's for free. Oh, cool. Uh, so kids can come out and, and uh, see that. So unless we get a big windstorm at eight or ten o'clock tonight, then we'll be doing the we'll be doing the movie over there. Yeah. Well, let's let's just hope it uh, doesn't get ruined for that. So yeah, we oftentimes have a an aircraft, military antique aircraft, fly over at the national anthem. But this year we got too much cloud cover to make that happen. I think. Well, that's all right. All right. So the hours today, Larry, are what? We're basically 8 to 5 today, and I think we're something like 8 to 3 or 4 tomorrow. Okay, so the next two days, and tickets are available at the event if you want to come in. And you guys got yep. a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, like I said, there's a bunch of vendors. If you're a, if you're a gearhead and you like to get out there and, and see that stuff, check out the teeter-totter or the balance beam. Uh, the, you guys got a lot of things for people to check out, and it's a really good family-friendly event. So, hey, you guys have a good weekend, and stay safe, and... I look forward to hearing about the recap. You bet. Hey, thanks, Dan. Oh, it's my pleasure. You guys have been great partners for a long time, Larry, and you guys, yes. you're always a lot of fun to be around. I wish I was out there with you. Well, get out here. We'll give you a ride. Send your son out. We'll give him a ride. Yeah, he needs a ride. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Larry, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon.
Yep, take care. There he goes, Larry from the Iowa Jeep Club. It's the big Iowa Jeep all breed show today and tomorrow up in Cambridge, Iowa. Go check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So 709 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Uh, hey, did you hear the news? Biagi's has free delivery tomorrow, on Monday. Free no delivery. I'm I'm not making that up. I better go let her better I better go because I still I'm still decompressing from elk. So hang on, let me go check my email. That's also a big claim. Yeah. Free delivery. Free delivery through Monday. Uh Biagis. Uh oh, through Monday. Through so Monday. So you can have free delivery today and tomorrow if you wanted to. <laughs> if you call 221-9900, you can order and uh over there and uh get all the all the stuff, but free delivery through nine twenty three when you order through Biagi's website. B-I-A-G-G-I-S. Biagi's. That's really good Italian. That's all I got to say. Oh, it's great Italian. Great Italian. So uh, I thought that was a smoking deal. I don't know. I they, I don't know if they've ever done that before, but that is pretty pretty cool. Actually, I think that's that's pretty neat. So. Is uh, Schmelter over there working for them now too? Who smoking Joe? No, yeah, no, Joe. he's got enough <laughs> for counting his money over at Carl Chevrolet. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Go see Biagi's and go get that. Go get a pizza. Go you know go to Biagi's.com. Get you know order some lasagna. You know, salad soup, that minestrone soup's really good. Uh, I'm telling you what, well, it's all good at Biagi's, but go check them out online. And, hey, you know, you got the big games this weekend. You don't feel like driving? You don't have to. Order online, Biagi's, B-I-A-G-G-I-S, and uh, you can have it delivered free at your house. Free, free, free. We all like free. All right, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. So, so during the break... I'm over and uh, I'm over in the other studio because that's where we're doing the Facebook live feed, and I, uh, everybody's been saying, Dan, can we watch? Can we get? Can we watch you do the show? And I said, Well, if you do that, you're not going to be able to hear the guests or the commercials or anything like that. So I said, I got to do the live feed in the other studio. So I said, I went. And they said, Well, we want to see you do the show. So I went and bought a fat head. You know, so there's a noxious big picture of me in my big head and uh, with a microphone do it like I'm doing the show. So I, I'm in there telling everybody about the fat head and stuff, and I, I get out of the chair, and the bulletin board behind me just crashes to the ground. It's like Green Acres, man. I'm telling you. There's just always something going on. Well, it's that ghost chair. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want anything taking I place. I think the Phantom Broadcaster yeah. is a little upset about the fat head. That yeah. could be. It's, there you go. It's paranormal radio. There you go. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Holy hole in a donut. I'm telling you, it's always something. Holy hole in a donut. I don't know where you're getting this stuff. Hey, I really need to say hi to Eric. Uh, let me say hi to everybody watching us on Facebook real quick. I don't want to. I don't want to disregard you. Andrew, you gonna go? You gonna go fix that? CJ Jones, Tony, Nate. Good morning, Nate. Brandon, Glenn, Jose, Tom Mesa, David Albert, Steve, Dan, Lloyd, Jason Gunn, Sean Stringer, Steve Hammer. 
Uh, good morning, Steve. Uh, Steve Davidson, Brandon Finch, Jeff Schultz, Jim Stoltzman, Jeff Klupiach, Skippy Peterson, Brian Hall, Sean DeBoof. I like that last name, DeBoof. Uh, Eric Bostide. Uh, I hope I got that right, Eric. Brandon, Kenny Cole, and Rick Atkinson, Chad Irving, Chuck Newland, Josh Waters, and Tom Agan are all watching us on Facebook Live. Actually, you can watch Andrew right now trying to fix the billboard or the poster board or whatever I did. See, I told you I broke it, Andrew. Sure I don't know what I did, but there you go. Uh, so anyway, let's let's talk about Colorado. I, I went out there, uh, was gone for a week, and I was down on the other side of Walsenburg up in the Spanish Peaks. And uh, I'm telling you what, folks, it's just beautiful country down there. Um, it's... Uh, uh, we were up about nine nine thousand ten thousand feet. Boy, that Andrew's good. Look at that; he's already got it back up, and you know, now he's got to straighten out the fat head. Now you got the fat head off camera. There you go. Now he's now he's got it. Okay. Hey, there's I like got a you. Ti- there's like a time delay here. Yeah, that's all right. So, well, I'm up around uh, where we're where we're staying at's about seventy nine hundred feet, but where I'm hunting at was about ninety six hundred feet. So, got around okay. You know, losing that weight helped me out. Got the zip up and down. I, I'm telling you though, I can't handle those mountains like I used to. It it was still cool, and uh, I wasn't <gasps> wasn't doing it like that. But I was I was it, I had to take it a little bit slow coming up with some of those uh, elevations. But beautiful scenery. And uh, first set, I'm sitting there, and I got my buddy's dad Hilly with me, and we're sitting there, and we're sitting in homemade ground blinds, and. Uh, I don't know, we're what, from, we're hunting on these water holes or wallows and about 20, 25 yards off of them. And what these elk were doing, they were coming off the drainages in the morning uh, from the meadows where they were feeding and then they go up on top of the ridge and that's where they would bed down into the, in the aspens and stuff. So we were in between and these are spring fed wallows. I mean, they, they go there to water and they go there to, to do their, their wallow stuff. So Hilly and I are sitting there first. We get there. We I, I left here and I went to Kansas to pick up Hilly and I spent the night there at Triple H Outfitters at their headquarters in Lincoln, Kansas. And then him and I took off at like 4.30 in the morning and we got there about 1 to Walsenburg and to camp. And we, by 2.30 we were, in, we were on the mountain hunting. So I'm sitting there. I got the camera all set up and Hilly's over there reclining, taking it easy. And I think I know I hear him snoring because he's tired. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, right in front of me, here comes this huge bull elk. It's coming right at us. So I'm sitting there going, Hilly, 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 wake up, wake up. So he gets up. He goes, I go, elk, elk, elk. Elk's coming in. I turn the camera on. I'm video. I'm doing self video and like usual. And I got the elk coming in. He's getting closer and closer. And about 45 yards, instead of dropping into the wallow where I got a 25-yard shot, he he doesn't he doesn't come down the, the bank or come around to the wallow. He stops, and it's about 44 yards. I, I can't shoot because the vitals are covered up. He's got their scrub brush and everything covering up his vital area. So I'm just sitting there filming. I'm going, come on in, come on in. Next thing I know, he just walks up the ridge. That was the only elk I had within good shooting distance the whole week. I had elk all around me. They're sitting there, you know, they're bugling, doing their stuff, and I'm I'm bugling back, and they'd answer me. I they would talk, they would talk to me, but I just could not get them to come in. 
But I did have one cool thing happen. Uh, you know, first of all, I got to spend a week with Hilly and just, you know, telling stories. And we've been buddies for about 14, 15 years now. And it was just nice to, he's 70 now. And it's just, it's, it's good to just be able to hang out with him. And uh, so we're just sitting there taking it easy. And uh, I'm sitting there, what was this? Was it Thursday or Friday? It was Friday. It was Wednesday. I'm sorry. It was Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, yeah, we get up at 3:30. We're on the mountain, ready to hunt by six. By 6:30, we got good light, and we're we're off and running. So I'm sitting there. I guess it was about 7:30, 8 o'clock. I see something out of the corner of my eye coming down the drainage, and I'm going. I don't think that's an elk. And I looked over. I grabbed my vortex binoculars and got on there. It was about 50 yards. It was a bear. So this big chocolate color phase bear comes down into the wallow and it's drinking. And I'm just sitting there going, and I go, Hilly, there's a bear. And bear, Hilly's got a bear tag, but we can't shoot the bear because it's not in the right zone. It's If it was across the street, he could have shot the bear. But the way Colorado does their zones, it was, it was like, oh, okay. So I'm sitting there filming him. All of a sudden, this bear comes up over the little rise and he's coming right at us. And we're behind this big log, and I've got cedar clippings uh, we trimmed out. So, we, like I said, we made an all-natural all ground blind. And the spare keeps coming and coming and coming. Next thing I know, he's seven yards away from me. And we're sitting on the ground. And this is a 300-pound-plus bear, okay? So I have I had my Winsy Sense units. You know, I talk about those Winsy Scent 2.0 units that, uh, you know, I love them. I had elk estrus vaping out of that thing. So I, I zip tied it up into a tree because I wanted to get into the wind column. I wanted it because the wind the wind was horrible. It was it was really windy while we were out there. So I got that firing off like every minute or so. Well, that bear smells that elk and it, it's coming right at it. So next thing the bear's at five yards. Now I'm sitting down. The only thing between me and the bear is a camera and a log, and this bear is looking at me. And I got my bow to my my left. Hilly's got his crossbow, but we can't shoot. I go, but if that bear, I go, Hilly, if that bear charges, you're going to have to shoot him because I'm not going to be able to grab my bow in time. And Hilly's got the, he's got his red dot right on the bear. And uh, that bear just sat there and he just looked at us. And I got about five minutes of video. It felt like a half an hour. And then finally, uh, Hilly went, whoosh, and that bear looked over at him. And I grabbed my bow just in case. And the bear turned around and walked down and he, he was gone. But that was so cool because it's like, you know, I've shot nine bears. I, I Bears usually don't bother me, but I'm usually in a tree stand, you know. That's the first time I've been on a ground out in the open. And that bear kept looking at me going, hmm, wonder what that is. But I'm telling you what, you know, that lethal scent elimination spray, my wind was going right to him. And that bear did not smell me. And bear have a better nose than an elk or a deer. And uh, I'm telling you what, that lethal stuff's amazing. I'm, I'm, if I wasn't sold on it already, I would tell you that I'm even sold on it more before. That stuff, that to fool a bear at five yards with the wind going right into his nose, is amazing. And uh, but yeah, I, I put that on Facebook, and I had people saying, "Did you change your shorts?" And you know, I wasn't scared. Was I nervous? I have to be honest with you. I was a little nervous. That was a big bear. Big bear, big bear, chase me. Um, what was that off of? That was off of the great outdoors. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, um, 
I'm telling you what, man. It was just a great, even though I didn't get a shot, it was a great hunt. Because Donovan, on the last day, we went up to 10, 12, 10,000, 12 feet. And we were, I thought it was a done deal. We had three three bulls screaming at us. And but uh, the problem was I had three things going against us. Full moon. The full moon was horrible. So they're, they're, you know, they got the one, the one elk that we were on uh, had 40 or 50 cows with him. And what, what, if you don't know anything about elk hunting and honestly, folks, you, to be, to be honest, you could take what I know about elk hunting and put it in your pinky. I, I'm still learning. I mean, I've been out nine times and I'm still learning, but what, what, with whitetail, when a doe is in heat, when they're in the rut, he'll, he'll stay with that doe a breeder and then he'll go look for a new doe. Well, elk, they herd their cows up. The female elk are called cows. And they just, they, they keep, they run around keeping the other bulls away from the, their herd. They call them a harem is what they do. And these bulls were not leaving their harems, man. So, so I had the full moon working against me. It was windy. And uh, they were kind of like in lockdown. They would answer you, but they wouldn't come in. I got them to 100 yards, but it was just... It was still fun. I'm going back again next year. I, I, I've gotten one elk in my life. I want to get one. It was a spike, and I'm very proud of him, and I'm very, I was very grateful for the, for the, for the elk. But I, I would like to get a, a satellite bull or a bigger bull before I, I give it up on elk hunting. So, but anyway, it was, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. It really was. All right, now we got to start qualifying people for the Bob's Tools Honeydew Package. Uh, so when you hear, um, we need to pick a song. What do we usually do for Bob's tools? Working class man. So when you hear working class man, uh, do you see if you can find that real quick, Andrew, so we can tell folks what to listen for. Uh, we're going to take two, uh, two qualifiers per week. And this is all courtesy of Dave and the gang over at Bob's tools on army post road. We're going to be giving away a Milwaukee drill set, uh, just in time for, your holidays so we'll be doing this for through uh, around christmas time at least so we'll do two qualifiers a show and uh, you get one qualifier per household that's how the rules are set up okay and if you qualify that doesn't mean that you can't call in for trivia if it's if you haven't won anything in the last 30 days you're just qualifying that doesn't mean that you've won yet so that's just to explain everything <sighs> i'm tired <laughs> I'm, well, I'm still tired from the elk hunt. And, so, and then I drove straight through. I drove 14 hours straight home. That, that was almost worse than the, the I'm getting too old for that, man. I'm telling you. That's like a college all-nighter trip. That's I don't know if that's... I love driving my truck. I love my truck. I actually still go out and give my truck a hug in the morning. And for all the guys over at JLM Guns who are sick of me talking about my truck... <laughs> I love my truck. So anyway, but uh, yeah, everybody at their at L camp was going. Oh man, that's a nice truck. I said, I know, I love, I just love my truck. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, that was a long day of driving, man. I tell you, I was, I'm still tired. But I wanted to get home. I, I hadn't seen Jenny in a week, and the kids, and and uh, it was, it was time to get back. Due time, yeah, yeah, due time. So you, do you have that song? Sure do. All right, here's what you need to listen for. Alright, so when you hear that song, we'll just uh, we'll take the first two callers and and, uh, and uh, we'll go from there, okay? So that's working class, ma'am. Alright, it is 728 and some change. 
Uh, you know what I got to do before I went elk hunting? I got to go see my friends at Advance Family Dentistry. Whoosh! Where's my lightsabers? You, yeah, I thought you had the button bars, man. You should be on. Where's the lightsaber? You're really at? quick for me there. Hold oh, on. yeah, come on. We'll see. You know, he's over there with his Brave shirt on. Brave stink, brave stink. Cardinals are in what? First place? Oh, thank you. Five games up now. Have they clinched? I don't know. They haven't clinched yet, but they're okay. five games up on the Cubs. I think the Brewers are closer than them. I think the Brewers are in second place now. Yeah, Brewers I, are in second cup. Yeah. May not even make it. Well, yeah. I told you it was going to be tied all year. It was crazy. So anyway, I got to go to Advanced Family Dentistry and uh, Tony Seaman, real quick, Kai Glenn, Bob Rodinskowski, Paula, uh, John, Jared, Paul Hunter Biggs. Paul Hunter Biggs, if you're still watching, happy birthday to you and congratulations. Paul Biggs shot a giant elk in Arizona. Paul, if you're, if you're watching, congrats and happy 40th birthday, buddy. Paul's a good guy. I like Paul. Um... What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm losing it. You're losing it. I'm telling you. Uh, I saw Paul's name pop up, and it's like elk. Oh, he got a he got a whopper of an elk. I'm telling you, he did. So um, anyway, I got to, I got to go see my friends over at Advanced Family. That's what I was talking about. Advanced Family Dentistry. I got a clean bill of health. Doctor Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi. Uh, gave me one of those Sonic tooth care uh, toothbrushes uh, about a year ago. And he goes, you got to use this. This will keep your your uh, teeth cleaner, and it's just going to save you a lot of problems. You're getting older now, and you want to you got to take care of your teeth. So I said, okay, Obi Wan, I'll, I'll do it. And you know what? When I went in there for my cleaning and my checkup, I was in and out of that that cleaning chair in like ten minutes. I could not believe the difference. So I owe that all to my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry for helping me. Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Scott Yegi. Why do I call him Obi-Wan? Because he's a Jedi dentist. He uses the force to calm you down and make sure that you have the best experience you can have at a dentist's office. And it's not just Obi-Wan there. There's Dr. Brandt. There's Dr. Stewart. There's Dr. Williams. And a whole plethora. Ooh, plethora. Did you get that word? A whole plethora of... <laughs> <laughs> super, super nice people. So if you're looking for a new dentist or you're just new in the area and you need a dentist, please consider, consider, consider. You got plethora, but you couldn't get consider. Consider. Please consider my friends over at Advanced Family Dentistry at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, you can, they're just super nice people. Uh, you're going to, I promise you, you go over there and tell me, I dare you, you go there and tell me they're not nice. Because I'm telling you what, I've never been there and they haven't been nice. 907 North Ankeny Boulevard. Give them a holler, 964-1490, 964-1490. Or check them out anytime at AnkenySmiles.com. And you know what they say when you leave? May the floss be with you. The floss will be with you. No, no, no Obi-Wan, the floss. The floss will be with you. Well, all right, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. There you go. Working class man, 244-1350, 244-1350. Andrew will get you hooked up. All right, so let's see what's going on in the great outdoors. Uh, I know, uh, hey, first off, I want to say congratulations to Philip Vanderpool from The Virtue. 
Philip got a really nice whitetail in Nebraska, and uh, Larry McCoy from Respect the Game. Larry got a nice muley. Those guys are actually in Montana hunting right now. I talked to both of them on the way home. I actually got to see Philip when I dropped Hilly off out there in Kansas. Philip was down there checking cameras, so I got to spend a little time and give him a hug and see how he's doing. So that's always good. Hey, uh, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources has scheduled five meetings across the state in October to present its proposed waterfowl season and zone structure for the 2021-2025 waterfowl hunting seasons. You know, if you're a waterfowl person, you should go to one of these. Or, you know, if you don't like the zones or the changes, don't gripe, right? So I'm giving you plenty of notice. Staff will present information, including the results from the statewide hunting survey, the federal rules, guidelines that govern waterfowl hunting and proposed seasons and zone structures. All meetings are scheduled from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, October 14th, or one at Three Mile Lodge near Afton. October 15th, Washington County Conservation Education Center near Ainsworth. October 16th, Owen, uh, Community Plaza in Alwyn. Hope I'm saying that right. October 22nd, Story County Conservation Center in McFarland Park near Ames. And on October 23rd at the Alta Community Center in Alta, Iowa. Feedback collected at those meetings will be reviewed before the official proposal is submitted to the Natural Resource Commission for consideration. If approved, the rule will have an open comment period uh, before going in front of the commission again for a final vote. The U.S. Wild, wild, US Fish and Wildlife Services allows states to make changes to their waterfowl zones and boundaries every year, uh, once every five years. Once every five years. Any changes will be reflected in the 21, 25, uh, excuse me, 2025 waterfowl seasons. If you attend um, and you need uh, requirements for hearing or mobility, contact the DNR or the ADA coordinator at 515-725-8200. 515-725-8200. So there you go for all my waterfowl buddies. So is that not good? You know, that's good. Uh, Richard Andrus, Dusty, hey, Dusty Law, happy birthday, Dusty. Dusty Loftus is watching us on Facebook. He just had a birthday. Uh, Richard, Dennis Grooms, good to see you, Dennis. And uh, let's see, who am I missing here? Jeff Harding is watching us. Hi, everybody. Hope, hope you uh, are doing good down there. So what else is going on? Did I miss anything while I was going there, Andrew, buddy? Not uh you didn't miss much. I mean, you had had a pretty good uh had a pretty good showing anyway, you know. Well, while you weren't there anyway. Did you did you go live and tell everybody I was out of town or on assignment? Yeah, I told did them you people were... call in and talk to you? I had a couple people yes call in. Aw, way to go, listeners. Keeping Andrew company. I yeah. like that. Yeah. We love you guys. I had uh, yeah. had Bob call in and say, "Hey, it's just not the same." Without uh, live Dan there, so well that's why we call him the worst of. <laughs> I mean, when the, even when I'm live, it's the worst of because it's me. <laughs> okay, but you know, it's just anyway. I don't know. Oh man. Well, it was it was pretty good. It's is yeah. Again, wasn't the same, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be around for a while. I I, I know I'm going to be gone uh, in November sometime. I got to go to Kansas, so. And the way my luck is, <laughs> I might have to go back to Kansas in December. So, I don't know. You know, I really thought I was going to smoke some elk this this trip. But it's that's that elk hunting, how do I say this? It's like turkey hunting on steroids. 
And you didn't do too well with turkey hunting this past year. Well, I got three, but it wasn't easy. Uh, it I, wasn't I, easy. I ate a tag somewhere. I ate a tag in Kansas or somewhere. I didn't get all four of my birds. No, Iowa. I ate one of my Iowa, Iowa yeah. tags. Yeah, I missed one. I should have been, but I missed. See, yeah. everybody misses. I don't care who you are. But uh, that 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 elk hunting, you know, and I, and I like waterfowl guys and, and gals. You know, I get it, man. That vocalization that, you know, when you're talking to them and they're talking back, it's the same thing for turkey hunting. That's, I love that. I mean, you're sitting there and they're gobbling at you. That just fires me up. And, you know, and deer hunts, deer hunts, I love whitetail hunting, but, you know, you can rattle and grunt at them and stuff. But that, man, when them, when you're sitting there and you're bugling and you're cow calling that, ew, ew, and, then, and then you hear that, I can't, I can't bugle. I'm losing my voice again. But uh, I'm telling, I should have brought my elk bugle in. You're doing a great job. Though. No, that sounded like an elephant. <laughs> Where were you at, India man? You, you, you elephant hunting? Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Jeff. Good morning, buddy. Good to see you, Jeff Gas. So anyway, it was it was a lot of fun, and um, I don't know. But, you know, we got urban deer hunting going on right now. I know a lot of folks are in the trees uh, and ground blinds trying to get their urban deer. So good luck to everybody. Make sure if you're in a tree, you're wearing a full body safety harness. Don't want to hear about anybody falling out of a tree, please. So, yeah, that, uh, man, I, I tell you. I'll say one thing, though. Of all the places that I go, that I get to go hunting. And let me, and I'm, I got an email. I need to say something about this real quick. I got an email while I was gone, and uh, the guy the guy was very nice. He he was kind of griping at me, but he was really nice about it. And he goes, "Do you? I just hope you realize how lucky you are to get to go do what you do for a living." And I emailed the guy back, and I said, "Listen, I appreciate your comments." And I go, "I don't know if you listen to the radio shows enough." I go, "The TV stuff, you know, I love doing the show for you, the TV stuff for you guys." But the radio has always been my favorite because you can call and have a conversation. You can call right now, 244-1350, and say, hi, we'll put you on the air, and we can, have, we can have a talk. But I most certainly do realize how lucky I am. And I say that all the time on the show. And I know I whine sometimes. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> I'm getting old. You know, but it's just I, I thank God every day when I'm out fishing or hunting that I get to do that for a living. Because, hey, I used to, uh, when I was in the military, I was a Navy corpsman, uh, and I, I worked my tail off in the service. I did. And then I went through a lot of jobs when I got out. I used, I was an insurance adjuster. Uh, what else did I do? I was, uh, I, I was an ophthalmic tech uh, doing eye stuff, and I worked as an optician selling, doing glasses. Um, gosh, I can't even remember. I've been doing the radio shows so long. Now. I've been doing the radio shows for 23 years now. And the TV stuff for 17, but I, there's not a day goes by, even on the worst day of hunting that I, that I'm doing, or if, you know, fishing, fishing, they kick my butt too. Walleyes kick my butt all the time, but I still look up and, and I say, Lord, thank you for letting me do this. And, uh, so don't ever think that I don't appreciate what I do. Cause I know I'm very, very blessed to do what I do. So anyway, so, and that's what I told him in the email, you know, I said, you know, if I, if you catch me whining or griping, it's not that I don't appreciate it. I'm just a human being. I, you know, I, I get down, I get, I'll, you know, listen, look at turkey season. You know, that's a prime example right there. Turkey season when I was struggling, you know what I do? I do the same thing you do. I call my buddies. 
hey, I'm, what am I doing wrong? Am I, am I, are you, what are you, what are you seeing where you're at? Are you, am I, am I calling, am I, is my calling sequences not right? Here's what I'm doing. What are you doing? What are you seeing? I mean, I second guess myself all the time. Just because I do it for a living doesn't mean that I know everything. I never will. I'm, I am an average hunter at best. And I, and I don't have a problem saying that, but you know what? That's, uh, that's what keeps me going back. When I get my butt kicked, that just fires me up to go back and, and redeem myself. And I think the, if I got one every time I win it, what fun is that? You know, it, it, it just, it wouldn't, you wouldn't appreciate it. You know, Susan Tinker, Susan, how are you doing kiddo? Good to see you. Susan, Susan gave me, helped me with my mortgage. Uh, Jeff Merchant, Neil Sanders, Landon Normeyer, my old neighbor. Landon, good to see you, buddy. Dino Sanquist, Mark, how you doing? David Bellis, good to see you, David. Tracy Reineke, good old Tracy. She's she's watching us on Facebook Live right now. So anyway, don't ever think that I don't appreciate what God has given me, because I certainly do. And first and foremost, it's my family, and it's my it's my what I get to do for a living, and it's all my friends. Did anyone come on the air? No, no, but they did have a question for you. Well, can't they ask me on the air? They uh, they did not want to go on all right, well, right now. Anyway. Yeah, okay, what was the question? Uh, with, all, with all the deer disease going around, if you had any updated information on the population, on how that's going. It's and, over 1,000 right now in Iowa. I, have, I, I got an email on the EHD. Uh, I think Warren County was still the top county. Northern, Iowa, uh, Northern Warren County. Uh, I'm, I've got a meeting with the DNR. I want to meet the DNR director Monday and I'm going to, I think Dale Gardner is going to be there. So I will try and take notes and get an updated list and everything for you next Saturday. Okay. But the last email, let me see if I still have that. Hang on. The last email that I got, uh, I was over a thousand, uh, reported, but see, that's reported. That's, that's not even, you know, I have no, you know, there's people not reporting. We need, we need everybody to, if you find a dead deer, please report it because we need to know what's going on with that. Yeah, folks, I'm sorry. I don't have that email anymore. I had like 50,000 emails when I got back. It took me forever to go through my emails. Um, it was over a thousand. It was like 1100, 1200 deer. Uh, and it's 29 counties. If I remember right, was it 29 or 19? It's one or the other. I'm sorry, but uh, not good. But, you know, listen, it's not as bad as it was five years ago. Remember five years ago? It was devastating five years ago. We're not at that level yet. So, and knock on wood, hopefully we don't get that up there. All right, 749 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Let me take a real quick uh, break, and when we come back, I'll do the fishing reports real quick. And, uh, yeah, I'll be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, let me see if I can do the fishing reports real quick. And I'm going to open up my little iPhone and see if I can find where to do my fishing reports. Do, 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 do. Don't tell me I got rid of the fishing reports. Why? Why did I get rid of the fishing reports? There we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Brushy Creek. The bass are biting using traditional bass lures and topwater lures along the edges of the vegetation. 
gills are fair. Catch gills near structure using a small jig tip with a piece of crawler. That's right, a crawler. A crawler, I said. Yellow perch is fair. Uh, you can find them in structure in 5 to 10 feet of water. Storm Lake, the walleye bass, and uh, channel catfish are all fair. Clear Lake, the walleyes are fair. Yellows are fair, and catfish are fair. East Togaboji, the gills are good. The yellow bass are good, and so is the channel catfish. Uh, let's see. Spirit Lake, the walleyes are fair. The perch are good. Don't want to tell you about all that. I'm, I'm kind of scrolling. I got like 50 things I got to go scroll through here real quick. Uh, Lake Belvedere, the bass and the channel cats are good. Lake Darling, the bass bite gills are good. Crappie are fair. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Lake McBride, the walleye are slow and so are the crappie. Hawthorne Lake, the gills and the bass are good. Lake Wapolo, the channel catfish are fair. Bass are fair. Catching bass on rubber worms and spinner baits. Rathman, catfish bite is good. Crappie are slow. Wipers and bass are fair. Walleye are slow. Trolling baits around imitating gas shit. Flicker shads, folks. Flicker shads. Troll your flicker shads. Big Creek Lake, walleye are slow. Black crappie are fair. Da, 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 da. Lake Anita, crappie, gills, and bass are fair. And 12 mile, uh, largemouth bass are fair. Jigs and finesse plastics are working best. Gills are good, up to eight inches on small jigs and with a crawler. I said crawler, boy. I said crawler. Uh, black crappie, good, and up to 10 inches. And a largemouth bass are fair. On three mile, the walleye are fair, up to 15 inches. Jigs tip with a crawler are minner. And you have them. So there, there's your fishing report for today. How about that? Did you like all the, uh, I said crawler, son, crawler. What was that cartoon? That was the, what was that rooster's name? Oh, man. I said, boy, I said, boy, you got that crawler on there, boy. Uh, oh, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make cartoons like they used to, man. I'm no, sure. and that just made it. I'm sure everybody tuned in. <laughs> everybody was tuned into that. They may not have heard everything, but mm. they were tuned in. That was the most entertaining fishing report I've ever heard. Oh, well, thank you. You can tell I've had too much coffee already. So, anyway. Uh, but anyway, 7.57 and some change. So, Andrew and I are playing together today, this weekend, against each other. It's the big outdoors, Dan, 1350 ESPN football, fantasy football extravaganza. And he's going to get a whooping, folks. Oh, it's oh, not oh. even going to be There's pretty. big talk happening Yeah, here. it's not oh. even going to be pretty. Yep, next week he's going to have to bring me cheeseburgers and fries and all, or, you know, because it's, it's just, you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, half his team's hurt. That's why I'm talking so big. Yeah, man, it's a, it's an injury plethora there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. Everyone wanted to take vacation this week. Hey, starting, speaking of sports, uh, we got Iowa Wild hockey tickets. So here in the next week or two, I'm going to be giving away hockey tickets. I said the wild, son. Wild. That's right. We're going wild with the Iowa Wild. We love our Iowa Wild folks. All right. We got to go. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. 
Welcome back to hour number two of the Outdoors at Outdoors Dance Show here on 1350 ESPN. I want to thank the fine folks at Elite Archery for helping me with all my bow hunting needs. Ritual 35, go to your nearest Elite dealer and check that Ritual uh, 35 out. Take the shootability challenge and uh, big things coming up here. I can't say anything anymore because I'm sworn to secrecy. But uh, there's going to be something special coming out pretty quick. Uh, man, I tell you. Yeah, I was coming down a mountain. <laughs> and I fell. And uh, I was following down. Here's the thing. I cannot see at night. I had that Lasix done like 12, 15 years ago. And the guy messed it up. So in one way, I'm... It, it helped me because I my prescription's not as bad. I went from being uh, nearsighted to farsighted, if that makes sense, because he, he didn't do it right. But here, there's a couple of things that kind of worked in my favor. One, I'm 55 and I don't need reading glasses because I I went from being a minus to a plus, so that's kind of nice. You know, I can still see up close without readers. The bad part of it is uh and the other good part of it is my prescriptions were really really thin my glasses are super thin so but you know you you get that done you don't want to have to wear glasses anymore but he didn't fix my astigmatism so dr yegi's watching us obi-wan kenobi yegi is watching us on facebook how about that obi-wan kenobi yegi yeah Woo! so i don't have i don't have as thick as prescription now uh, and um, and um, I can still see up close. That's a good thing. The bad thing about it is my night vision's horrible now. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's way less than what it used to be. So I'm coming down the mountain, and I didn't have a flashlight because Donovan was walking in front of me, and he had his he had his light on. We're trying to be light light protective because we don't want the elk seeing us come down from where they're. Uh, we're kind of cutting around the meadow. And anyway, I'm sitting there and uh, I got, what did I have on? I had my bow, I had my pack, and I was carrying a decoy and some other stuff. And next thing I know, I, my, I hit a rock and I went flying. So Donovan turns around and goes, man, are you okay? And I said, I don't know. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> and I looked down, I got a hole in my finger and my I got it, it and my elbow is all messed up and it's just like I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> so I got up and I said let's go and we had another mile to go till we till we got to the ATV. But uh, I made it but boy I tell you what I got to start I I I got a I'm from now on I don't care my Cyclops flashlights are going to be on cuz I'm not doing that again cuz I don't bounce like I used to. I used to bounce good. Ah, the wonderful thing about Tiggers. What is that? <laughs> yeah, Tigger. I don't yeah. bounce like Tigger anymore, man. You know, my son, when Danny was little, he loved Tigger. T.I. Double Gut. -er. Yeah, yeah, the wonderful thing about Tiggers. The Tiggers are a wonderful thing. Their tops are made out of the wubba. The bottoms are made out of springs. They're bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. The wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I used to sing that to him all the time when he was a kid. I miss that. I think I I, had, <laughs> I remember that song, but I, I do not remember it the way you do. That was pretty good. That's impressive. Well, I'm not saying it's impressive. I just that's he loved it when he was a bait. You know, he's three or four years old. I used, I used to get him these little Tigger Tigger shirts and stuff. He he was just he he's that the only thing I didn't like when he was a kid was that Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, oh, that was annoying. Man. And it was expensive. 
I could go hunt moose for five years on what I spent on Thomas the Tank Engine for that kid. God. I'm telling you. Marty Keevan, good to see you, buddy. Steve Cross. So, Dr. Yegi, if you're still there, call us. Give me a holler. 244-1350. 244-1350. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. Give a call into the show if you're still listening. He's yeah. probably, he's probably, I don't know, you know, what's he doing up this early anyway? He's, you know, he's, he's you know, he's usually going to football games. Is he tailgating already? I may be using the force, you know, trying to calm things down. Okay, now forgive me for not knowing this, folks, but I've been out of pocket. Did Iowa and Iowa State already play? Yes. Who won? Iowa. Iowa did? Yes. Okay. So who are who are they playing this week? Iowa is not playing this week. They have a bye week. Iowa State is playing Louisiana Monroe. Okay. And they're both doing good still? Yeah. So far, everything's going well, especially for Iowa. Okay. <laughs> is Iowa State not playing good? Uh, they're they're playing. They played pretty good. Their offense hasn't been as explosive as it was last year. Did you did you know? I didn't know this until I was in elk camp. And another guy informed me about this. This is how silly I am. David Montgomery, who plays for the Bears, that's who the Iowa State big time running back was. Yeah, yeah. See, I thought he was still playing at Iowa State. Oh no! Yeah, no. That's that's why you see a very big uptake in Bears fans recently. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no, there's nothing wrong it. with that. Nothing wrong. Scott Yegi's giving me emojis. Doctor Yegi, don't give me emoji. Just call the show. He's emoji illiterate. He just. I don't even know what those things mean, man. Darren out Elvis. Darren Islander, Darren the Elvis Islander, American of Family Insurance Extraordinaire, is watching us on Facebook. Oh, only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you, Darren Islander, the American Family Insurance in Ankeny. All right, woohoo! Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. I can't, you know, see, he's an Elvis impersonator. I'm not. I'm just an idiot. So, Kenny Hauser, how you doing down there in Missouri? Ken, am I going to go hunting with you this year? Kenny got some new deer hunting property down in Missouri. Great guy. Great family. Ryan, that's Ryan's dad, Ryan Hauser from Respect to Game TV. And uh, <laughs> I have no idea what that emoji means, but I don't like it. Um, anyway, uh, so, Kenny, I saw those rubs you put on Facebook, man. So, I don't know. Don't sing. Jim Severson, please don't sing. Jim, I'm sorry. I got to sing. I'm happy. Don't you sing when you're happy? I didn't say I was good at it. I just, you know? Yeah. Hey, guys, he can come up with an entire album of songs. And, I, and, I, my, and Darren's going, my man. Thank you. You're welcome, Darren. Hey, I, you know, uh, my daughter loves my singing, man. She used to. <laughs> I don't think Jenny likes my singing. But that's all right. That's all right. She tolerates. My dog likes my singing. Hey. Muzzy. Yeah. There you go. Good job, Muzzy. Can she hear okay? Uh, Muzzy's a boy. <laughs> Can he hear okay? He's 11. I don't know. He still likes, he still, <laughs> he still wags his tail when I see him. So that's fine. That's all I care about. <laughs> oh, uh, man. 808 and some change. So <laughs> don't sing. Thanks, Jim. Hey, I got a hey, real quickly. Uh, let me get this out. I, I got a. Um, if anybody's looking for, and I've never done this on the show, but I'm going to do it. I put it on Craigslist and Facebook. Um, <laughs> Jim's laughing. Um, if you're anybody out there looking for a four wheeler, 
Uh, I am going to sell. I've got a 2017 Honda Foreman uh, Rubicon. It's an electric. Uh, it's got an electric um, power steering. It's got uh, automatic or manual. Uh, you can select a selector, so you can do uh, automatic or manual shifting. It's got uh, fuel injected, independent suspension. It's only got 198 miles on it. I'm folks. It's like brand new, and I just got it serviced. I just got the oil and everything changed, uh, like uh, five six months ago. So everything's up to date on it. Tires are still new. There's no damage to it whatsoever. It's got a winch. Um, I've got a windscreen and a snow plow. And uh, if you are if you're wanting to or if you're in the market for an ATV. Um, I'm selling it pretty reasonable. I got the Donovan and the reason I'm doing that Donovan and his dad have a, um, a Polaris side by side. They're getting a, a, they're doing an upgrade and I've been wanting to get a side by side just because all the stuff I have to pack in and pack out doing the show and they they made me a smoking offer. So I need to sell my four wheeler so I can buy their side by side. So if anybody's in the market for an ATV, uh, you can message me on Facebook. You can go to outdoorsdan.com and shoot me an email. And uh, I'm asking 6500 And I looked up the price on uh, the NADA ATV. They said average retail is around 7400 So Plus, I'm throwing in that $500 snowplow. So I, I think that's a very fair deal. Uh, and I think there's still like a six months or a year of uh, extended warranty on there too. But anyway, if anybody's in a market for a, it's a great machine, it's super quiet. And if you're looking for an ATV for hunting um, or pushing snow around your house, this is this is a good thing. Just let me know. Uh, you can either call the show and give Andrew a phone number 244-1350. Or like I said, you can go to my website, which is outdoorsdan.com. Shoot me an email. My email's right there or get a hold of me on Facebook. Okay, and I'm not going to do that every week, but I'm hoping to, that's a pretty good deal. So I'm keeping it fair. I'd like to get a little bit more for it, but I think 6,500 is fair. So yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, well, I'm getting a good deal, so I figured I'd pass it along. Well, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you'll find a better deal elsewhere, really. I mean, especially from someone who loves it and, and has enjoyed it just as much as you. Well, I, I, I just, you know, the problem was I didn't use it that much. I mean, for having it for two years, 190 miles, 198 miles, that's not a lot of miles. Yeah. You know, so, but, uh, I'm, I'm getting that, that Polaris range, that Polaris Ranger. Um, I mean, I, I just cannot say no to that, but I don't need two four wheelers. <laughs> no. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Nobody, where's everybody at? 244-1350. Let's get some calls in here. Stan's going to sing start again. singing again. Yeah, we'll start singing. Boy, their Facebook just lit up, man. Look at that. <laughs> Everybody's saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi never called in, did he? No. What's up with that? He's he's emojiing uh, his way through your heart today, I guess. Yeah, does he, do you have his number? I believe I do. Call him. If, if, I know he's up, so we need to get him on the phone. Yes, we do. Yeah, all right. You work on that. Let me do this. Uh, there's going to hey, um real quickly, I know this is a little ways away. Uh, Pathway Church, Pastor Dan Hudson, great guy. The whole Hudson family are just really super nice people out in Johnston. Dan called me a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they wanted to try and do something during the, the winter, uh, first part of next year. So they're going to do like an outdoor expo at the church. And 
if you um it, you know that time of year you know there's there's ice fishing going on but there's not a you know you got predator hunting and a little other stuff but you know folks are looking for something to do if you uh, if you want to have a table or if you want to come out and be a vendor or just come out it's going to be free uh, they're going to have food and I'll be there. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a big drawing for, uh, we'll put a package together, but save that date. It's going to be, uh, February 15th. And if you want more information about putting a table out or being a sponsor, um, you can just call pathway church out there in Johnson and ask for pastor Dan Hudson. And, uh, they will, uh, they will hook you up. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Those are always a lot of fun. And, uh, did you find it? Andrew? Here you we will see what's going on here. I got, uh, you know, we got a call. Uh, here, here's Dr. Yegis. Call the, uh, call the iPhone number. See if he answers. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, I, Imperial RV's got their big event going on this weekend out at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. If you're in the mood for a camper, go see them out. They got special deals going on. I think they sold like two or three yesterday. So they, they really got some hot deals going on. Zach and Denise, they are, they always, and they do, they take care of their customers. That's what I love about them. They, I, when I have my campers, that's the only place I get a camper from. Oh, let's see. I think I'm good. Uh, I had a question about decoys. Uh, Stacy, a Stacy, I can't pronounce it. Stacy, I apologize up in uh, Marshalltown. I uh, wanted to know, can you use a decoy early season? And if you do, what, what kind of techniques do you want? Do you do with it? Stace, here's what I would do. I have used a decoy in early season. It was a doe decoy and I put it on the edge of a cornfield. Um, and what I did is I did doe tendering grunts. I did real soft, subtle grunts. Deer are very vocal, social animals, and they're always curious. Now, and if you do that every 25, 30 minutes, you, you're not going to hurt anything. You know, if you got a if you got a deer uh, in the area, and you know, I wouldn't be uh, grunting at them. But that decoy, just one thing: make sure you spray that thing down, or leave it out. Uh, if you put it out in the rain, or leave it in the area that you're going to be hunting, if you're on private ground and you can do that, let it weather. You don't want to be hauling it in and out and keeping contaminating your scent on that decoy. But if you take your lethal uh, scent spray and spray them down, I use the dirt or the field spray. Um, you know, you spray that thing down and that way you, you're not leaving any of your scent on that decoy, but no decoys can be very effective. Um, I wouldn't do a buck decoy this early. I'll be using a buck decoy probably after October 24th, uh, October 20th. I'll probably start using my, uh, my buck decoy every time I go hunting and I'll be rattling and, uh, cause that's pre rut. And then you could get a little more aggressive with it, but great question, Stacy. And I hope that helped you. I really do. All right, 8.15 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's all right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 
man. I'm hooked on a feeling. It's called deer hunting, man. I'm ready. Let's go. The elk kicked my tail. I'm ready for the whitetails to do the same. I'm an equal opportunity butt kicker. Let them kick my butt. I don't care. <laughs> uh, what a fair guy you are. Uh, I don't have to take this abuse. I got hundreds of animals wanting to abuse me. <laughs> uh, Katie Calvin James. I went to high school with Katie Calvin James. And I don't know where she's living at now. But Katie, good morning. She goes, morning, Mr. Young. She's such a sweetheart. Adam Kilgore, thank you for your service, sir. I like Adam. He's a good guy. Eric Smith, thank you for watching. So, uh, anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Did you know they are having new crayfish harvest regulations on Storm Lake? Did you, did you, did you? Well, I'm going to tell you about it. To help reduce and spread the spread of rusty crayfish. What is a rusty crayfish? That sounds like... Uh, how rusty is a crayfish? How rusty... <laughs> uh, a little WD-40 goes a long way. Uh, a rusty crayfish to other water bodies in Iowa. Licensed bait dealers can no longer harvest any crayfish species from Storm Lake. Crayfish collected from bait for bait from Storm Lake for personal use can only be used in Storm Lake and not cannot be transported live from the lake. Rusty crayfish are listed as a prohibited aquatic invasive species. Those those little things, you those little those mud bugs. How dare they? <clears throat> they are spreading to lakes, rivers, and streams in the Midwest, likely by anglers releasing them from their bait buckets. Hobbyists releasing them from their aquariums. Them aquarium people. And commercial harvest activities. Rusty crayfish are more aggressive and can displace the native crayfish. What are they saying? They, are they saying Iowa crayfish are wimps? I don't think that's, cut that out. I don't think that's fair. You know, I think our crayfish are just as tough as a rusty crayfish. As a matter of fact, I would put our crayfish up against any crayfish. We're Iowa, man. We kick tail. Iowa crayfish for president. That's right. <laughs> Campaign manager right there. <laughs> oh, picking on our poor crayfish. Uh, they can also harm fish populations by eating their eggs and young. I think we should just have a big old rusty crayfish crawfish boil. There you go. Let's just boil them out. Little corn on the cob, little sweet peaches corn. What did <laughs> My wife, what did you put in your coffee this morning? <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate that. I just, you know, I don't like people picking on our crayfish, Jen. I, I get a little uh, fired up about that. I'm sorry. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Absolutely. Anyway, so don't take the rusty crayfish out of Storm Lake is what the DNR is asking you. Picking on our poor, our Iowa crayfish. I rank our crayfish up against any crayfish. Holy hole in a donut. You have got to get rid of that. I that is the stupid. I don't. I, you know, and I used to love Batman when I was a kid, but that I cannot. I don't. Don't. You are banned. You are not allowed to play that anymore on the show. 
That's, that's insane. That's insane. That's don't use me against me either. That's not right. That's not fair. <laughs> that's the most effective. Uh, I'm telling you, eight twenty-four. Where's Smelter at? Did, Joe was supposed to. Would you call him? He was supposed to call in at eight fifteen. Yes, I will give him. I a guarantee call. you, he's selling a truck. Oh yeah. Yeah, call him real quick though, because otherwise we're gonna get yelled at because we didn't call him. But I guarantee you, if he doesn't call in on time, and he puts his customer is gonna come first. That's what he does. He doesn't care that we're waiting on him. He doesn't. He wants to make people happy. And I I can't really get upset about, with him about that. Uh, Outdoors Traditions TV, we are live on the Hunt Channel on Monday nights at 9.30 Central Standard Time. On Carbon TV, Thursdays, July 5th. We've been running since there. You can, uh, And also, too, you can go to uh, My Outdoor TV on Monday nights, and you can watch us live. You don't have to buy the app either. Don't If they try to get you to subscribe, just go, hit, go to My Outdoor TV, go to Live TV on 930 on Monday nights, and you can watch us for free. Okay? You don't have to buy the app. You just don't have to. Or you can go to GameHide.com and watch us anytime you want. Smelter not answering? He's, he's got a customer, I guarantee you. Yeah. 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 So I, Joe would probably want me to tell you that how much I love my truck. And I know all the guys at JLM Guns love to hear me talk about my truck, my new trail boss. How uh, much do you love it, Dave? I love my truck so much, thank you, Andrew, for asking me, that when I get up in the morning, I, I, the first thing I do when I walk out the door is I go and give it a big old hug on the hood. And just say, I love you, man. I love my truck. I'm telling you what, uh, I could even Hilly that that truck. It's got those big tires on there, and that thing. There's no road wine on the tires, and it rides. This that truck is so smooth, it'll blow your mind. And I, I've been very, very happy with it. I, I get, got great gas mileage when I was going out to Colorado. It got around the mountains and the fields really good. And I love having that lifted up a little bit. And, you know, they, they've got special deals going on right now uh, over there at the Rock at Carl Chevrolet. Go find Smelter and say, hey, what does Outdoors Dan keep talking about? And he'll show you the Trail Boss line. And, you know, they, it doesn't matter what you get. If, even if you're looking for just something newer for you for uh, that's used, they will. Joe will treat you right. Everybody over there will treat you right. The, I was there. I got a car wash. I washed my truck because I had Colorado mud all over it. And even the car wash people are super nice. I mean, they washed all the bugs. I had so many bugs on the front of my truck from driving 12 hours, 14 hours, whatever it was. And they scrubbed them off for me. And they just do a, such a good job over there. I, I don't have a problem recommending people go over there to see them. Matter of fact, I'm kind of happy to do it. So... Go see my buddy Randy Munson, Joe Smelter. Go see Mr. Moyer. Go over there and tell them that Outdoors Dan thinks they're they're super. Will you do that for me? I brag on them all the time. Your stamp of approval. Well, absolutely. Two antlers way up. There you go. <laughs> Danny Brothers is watching us. That's my that's my buddy on the radio show down in St. Louis. I don't know. I, I thought he was in South Dakota. Daniel, good morning. I hope you did good. I hope you did better than I did, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow night on the Big Five Fifty. Uh, Jason Gunn, Kurt, good to see you, Kurt. Haven't seen you in a while. Nick Keller, Clayton, good. Uh, thanks for everybody checking us out on Facebook Live. So, you all right? Yeah, just a little bug there. Well, yeah, what's you sick again? Sawyer gets you sick? Oh no. Yeah, keep it over there. I got I got stuff to do. I can't afford to get oh, sick. Man, I will say one thing though. Yeah. Daycares are like a breeding ground. Daycares oh. are the germ factories of the world. I swear, something new is produced there every week. I was, you know, why I was so happy when Danny and Riley got out of daycare. 
You didn't have to be sick every month? There's three things. One, I didn't have to pay for the daycare anymore because daycare <laughs> is expensive. Yes, it is. It's crazy. Second of all, I and <laughs> Nate Groot, go Blues. Nate, absolutely go Blues. And I love my Iowa Wild. I do. I love them. I got season tickets. Yes, Andrew. Yes. Uh, we, you know, I, I love, I give them a lot of way uh, to my partners. But the, the Iowa Wild is my second favorite hockey team. I love them. I love them. But, I, you know, I got my Stanley Cup Blues jersey. I'll be wearing that to the Wild game. You were so torn last year when they when the Blues came down to play the Wild. No, I wasn't torn. I was the going Blues. blues. Go Blues. <laughs> okay. Man, I, love, they, I grew right. up a Blues fan. I can't help it. I got blue blood, man. Just, That's uh, true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I love the Wild. And everybody over there at the Wild are great. I love working with them. Oh, great people. Yeah, awesome. They're great partners. Always love to have them. So, uh, anyway, I got distracted with the squirrel i had another squirrel, squirrel. oh hey speaking of squirrels did, did i finish up with the with the car with smelter i did didn't i yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, All right. did, yeah. go see joe <laughs> those squirrels out in colorado are fearless i don't think they've ever seen a human i'm sitting there and i got squirrels running almost on, across my legs they're, they they sit there and they come over you know we're in these natural ground blinds and they're on the log like a foot away from you just sitting there going just squirming at you because you're they, those pine squirrels they're fearless you know I had one I was putting out um you know those little kind bars oh yeah, yeah yeah you know I've been eating those I haven't had a candy bar in I don't know three months four months I just been eating because I'm eating healthier since Very nice. I, I got yeah I'm trying to eat healthy so but I took that and I put it on the log that squirrel was doing 40 miles an hour down that log <laughs> and then all of a sudden I saw those front legs go and stop look at that kind bar picked it up started munching on it looked over at me whatever that means in squirrel and took off so I don't know if he he ate it you know and then the next day. That squirrel was right back there wanting another piece of kind bar. That squirrel was smart, man. Hey. I told Hilly, I said, have you ever seen squirrels like this? He goes, no, they're crazy. I go, the big old fox squirrels back home wouldn't do that. Now, I've had them hang around the tree stand and stuff, but I've never had them come up and hit me on the leg and say, where's my where's my kind bar, man? <laughs> yeah. you know? Hey, food supply. I'm telling you, it's just, they're, they're crazy. I, they just have no fear of humans out there. They really don't. It's crazy. All right. It is uh, 8.30 and some change. I need to hit a real quick break. Don't forget, when you hear uh, Working Class Man, that'll be your chance to call in for that Bob's Tools Honeydew package. And then uh, we got to get uh, we got to get we got a couple more things to do, and then uh, we got trivia to do. If you want to call in and say hi, you got something you want to talk about, love to hear from you. Two four four thirteen fifty. We'll be right back. It's outdoors, Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. There you go. 244-1350-244-1350 if you want to qualify for that Bob's Tools Honeydew package. We're giving away that Milwaukee drill set uh, so you can get all your honeydews ready for uh, the holidays. And thanks to Dave and everybody over at Bob's Tools on Army Post Road. Go see them. They're just good guys. and They hunt. They love the outdoors. So if you like the show, and tell them that. Well, yeah, they, they always like to hear. And they love our listeners. They, you know what you know what Bob, or, uh, Dave and everybody says about our listeners here? About you guys listening right now? Not about me. It's about you. 
Uh, they said that we are we have um, the most polite listeners of any other advertising that they do. They said that our listeners, when they come in there, are always super polite. So way to go, gang. I appreciate that. Thank you for representing the show well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I'll be at Sportsman's at 10 o'clock today, and uh, we'll have a little fun. I'll be out there for an hour, and there's uh, some stuff coming on for Sportsman's I'll, I'll tell you about. Uh, uh, did you know that they have a um, they have a service deal that you can do that? Ask them about that at the gun counter. Um, there's two places that I recommend you to go find guns in, in Iowa. Uh, first one is over at JLM Guns. Mike and Mike Eastpore, he does a great job. We're actually going to be doing a live show there around Christmas for the ARL. We're going to do a big fundraiser. If you come out, uh, Mike's going to give you a, uh, a little deal. Thank you for uh, coming out there. And just, uh, you know, if you could throw a dollar or two into the ARL kitty, no pun intended, uh, or bring some uh, dog food or cat food, uh, we're going to have some special prizes for drawings and stuff like that. So put that on your calendar. I'll, uh, that'll be sometime in December. I'll let you know for sure. And then, uh, uh, but Mike and Mike does a great job over there. And second place is Sportsman's. They do, uh, and Mike, Mike, they send each other business and uh, they work well together. But, you know, uh, I, I've just, uh, Todd and all the gang behind the gun counter there, they've always done a good job for me. But they got, you can get like a service plan there and some other stuff and, um, ask them about all that when you go to the store, will you? They'll they'll tell you what uh, what they're doing. It's good stuff. Uh, Dave Nitzel, if you haven't heard, is no longer with Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, I was sad to see that. Um, Dave uh, is going to be doing his holster, his leather work full time now. And uh, so, the, if you need any uh, leather work or anything, it's called Dave's Hideout. Uh, go on Facebook and look it up. But Dave does a great job on all his leather stuff. I met Jamie. She is one of the temporary uh, general managers there. They got a new general manager starting, I, uh, I think, in a, a couple weeks. So I'll be anxious to meet the new GM out at the Ankeny store. But, uh, I, you know, Sportsman's is a good uh, good thing. And uh, Dave's health, he was just having too many uh, health issues to keep working there. And he had to step back. So I'm going to miss him. Dave was always, Huggy Bear was always great at the store. And I know a lot of folks share that sentiment. He uh, he always did a great job. And I know the new manager will do as a wonderful job, too. Everybody over there is good people. So, oh, did you get all your qualifiers? Yeah, everybody is now set, and uh, first round is is golden. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, you know, uh, it's nice when the phones light up like that too. I always like seeing the phones lit. And oh yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good feeling. We had a good seven lines all filled for you guys. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, eight thirty nine and some change. Andrew will finish the show. I'm just going to take a nap. I'm tired. <laughs> and now it's time to talk about the Braves. <laughs> Why, who? <laughs> aren't they in last place? Aren't they in first? Oh, come on, Dan. Oh, come on. Uh, I don't even know who you're talking about. Who? If there is a boo button, I'd press that right about now. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, man. Uh, first place. What? First place. First place in what? <laughs> oh, oh man we're having some fun here folks you know, you know who's in first place herman's fine jewelers that's in first place first place customer satisfaction first place in customer quality first place in availability and product uh ten thousand dollars diamonds and mountings in stock first place and giving you the most for uh jewelry you bring in there they're just first because donnie and frank 
They care about their customers. 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. Their phone number is 222-2600. I just went in there and saw them uh, right before I left for Elk Camp. And uh, they're doing great. Uh, business is good. They're they're anxiously awaiting for people to come in there and say hi to, so they can meet some new friends. And Herman's, uh, they do a great job. You know, I, I keep forgetting to ask about my elk tooth. I, I took one of my elk teeth over there to get a pendant made. And there's I got to get on him about that. I, 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 what? Come on, Dan. Well, I had I had an elk ring, but I'm not a big ring guy because I you know I don't want to click it on my bow when I'm holding my bow, and uh, I, I actually sold that, and uh, I probably shouldn't have because a friend of mine uh, gave me that elk tooth, and um, I probably shouldn't have done that. Shame on me. But uh, I didn't. I just I didn't want another ring. I just don't wear it, and I just. You know, I what and I, I bought it. I bought one of those electric, um, those autopilot trolling motors with it. So he would appreciate that. He's not yeah. with us anymore. But I just, I know he loved the fish, and I figured that was a good way to come. But I probably should have hung on to that. Shame on me. Shame on me. Shame on me. But uh, anyway, he understands. I talked to Denny all the time. Denny's Denny's a good guy. So, but it, um, I, I got the when I got that elk, I, I wanted to get a pendant made. And, and uh, I just, I haven't had a chance to get that out of him. So, cause I figured that's something I can leave for Danny O'Reilly when I go to the happy hunting grounds in the sky, you know? And well, we hope that's not for quite some time yet. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Some, that, did I just say hi to myself on the air? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I need some more coffee. <laughs> Jason Neville's good to see you, Glenn and Glenn and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to Facebook and I can't I cannot do three things at once. Multitasking is just, uh, yeah, right it, now anyway off it, of a long drive. It, it's I'm like I'm still so brain dead. It's I'm worse than you know you know I hate to say this though it was so cool it was cold up there. Uh, in the mornings, it was 49, 50 degrees, and with the with the wind, I mean, it was chilly. I actually got to wear some of my warmer camo. And do you? I know this sounds still stupid or silly. Do you know how fun or excited or how happy I was to be wearing warmer camo clothes for a week? It was awesome. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's my favorite time of year. I actually get to wear some layering stuff. I'm out there and I'm doing these vlogs up in the mountain. And I, I was so happy, man. I was in my real tree and my real tree edge. And yeah, that gam high clothing kept me warm. And I was just happy, happy, happy. Hey, you know what? Compared to past years when you've been freezing, freezing, freezing. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you that. I got I took precautions for this Especially year. Especially up there in Colorado. That's that that's not necessarily a beacon for uh well, the, the sun. The bad thing is when you come down off the mountain, it gets hot. You know, you're freezing yeah. up there, but then when you come down it gets it gets warmer. So you just that you got a layer, you know. Yeah. So that's all right. All right, eight forty four and some change. We need to take one more break and when we come back the most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge, will be up on deck. Don't call until you hear the music, though. 244-1350. We'll be right back. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, that music can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States. States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up on deck. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you can light them up at 244-1350, 244-1350. 
And trivia today is brought to you by the fine folks at Iowa Pest and Termite Control. Tim and all the gang, they are, if you got something bugging you around the house, don't let it bug you. Give Iowa Pest and Termite a control, and they will take great care of you. I promise Tim and the gang, they're super nice people. They do a wonderful job, and uh, what else can I say? I mean, they just are good, good folks. So they came out, and they've done, uh, they've been out twice at my house, and now I just got the weirdest thing that just happened to me. Did I just lose, I lost my, uh, oh, there it is. Um, anyway, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just, it just, that was weird. I just got the weirdest thing. Uh, if you have a, if you have something bugging you around the house, that's, uh, that you need help with five, three, seven, eight, three, eight, five, five, three, seven, eight, three, eight, five, and give Tim and the gang a call and Tammy over there. She's wonderful. They'll get you hooked up and they've been busy. So get out there and, uh, they will make sure that you are not being bugged as much as you were being bugged. So uh, we're happy. All right, let's head over to the phones. First up is Bob. We're going to go say hi to Bob and see what Bob is up to. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. What are you up to today? Oh, not too much yet. You know, listen to football. Yeah, who are you, who are you listening to today? Oh, Cyclone game. Cyclones? There you go. That's all right. All right, Bobby. I've got a Milo Deer certificate up for grabs today worth 75 bucks. I've got an Arctic Ice Block worth about 17 and I got a brand new Kershaw honing, it's a folding hunting knife worth about 20 bucks. What would you like to try for today? Uh, Milo certificate. You want to go for that Milo? Are you a deer hunter? Yes, sir. All right. Well, God bless you, man. Are you getting ready for the season? Yep. Well, you know, we talked a little bit about that earlier in the show. It's over a thousand deer, but that's you know, not all Warren County. But it's not as bad as it was five years ago. So don't get too disappointed. No, we're still seeing a lot of deer, and it does not seem to be right here. Uh, I think from what the email, the last email I got when I was elk hunting in Colorado was it was it was northern Warren County more than central. Yeah, according to the, the, what I've heard, it's within about five miles of us. Yeah. Well, hang in there, okay? Yep. All right. All right, Bob, what, here's your question. What color of crawfish is trying to intimidate our Iowa crawfish here in Iowa, at home? I believe that's a brown. Okay, what's another word for brown? It's, um, I'm, I'm looking for a, I, we, I just talked about it a few minutes ago. Yeah. What happens when your metal gets out in the Rusty. There you go, the rusty crawfish. There you go. Our, our Iowa crawfish aren't going to be intimidated by no rusty, vase yep. species crawfish. Time for a crawfish boil. Yeah, I'm telling you, get you some corn on the cob and some snossages, and yeah, we need to have a boil. Yep. All right, buddy, you enjoy that locker certificate. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. We'll call you back, Bob, okay? Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, next up, Andrew, who do we have next? I, I didn't see the board. I'm sorry. All right, let's go say hi to Mark. Mark is on the line next, I believe. Mark, good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. What are you up to? Oh, I'm just waiting for Iowa State to come on. I'm a state fan, too. Mark, has it been 30 days since you won? You betcha. Uh, are you sure it's been 30 I'm days? I'm positive. All right, as long as you're sure. All right, I just I got to check because I've been out of touch. So. Uh, I know, you didn't have trivia last week. Well, that's because I was in elk hunting in Colorado. I know. I didn't have phone. Hey, uh, you want to you wanna go for an Arctic ice block or that Kershaw hunting knife? 
Let's go for the hunting knife. You want to go for that Kershaw folder? Okay. All right. You want or you want a hunting question or a fishing question? Let's go hunting. You want to go hunting? What type of hunting do you like to do? Uh, turkey. Turkey hunting? All right. Where would I find an Osceola turkey? A what? Where would I find an Osceola turkey? Where would I find an Osceola turkey at? Well, that's what I'm asking you. Where would I find an Osceola at? You know what an Osceola, there's four subspecies of turkeys. There's an Osceola, there's an Eastern, there's a Rio, and a Merriam. Where would I find the Osceola at? Well, it'd be in the woodlands. <laughs> well, I need to know geographically, where would you find them in the United States? This is, if, you're a turkey, oh, okay. if you're a turkey hunter, you should know this. We got, right here in the Midwest. All right, I'm gonna give you a hint. It's not the Midwest. We got we got Easterns here in the Midwest. So in the West. Okay, I'm gonna give you a, one more chance. Where do you think we'd find an Osceola? South. Well, give me a state. Texas. Is that your final answer? Yes. You're gonna have to call me back, Mark. Oh. Okay. Uh, thanks for calling. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, we need 244 1350. 244 1350. And Andrew is lining that up. I can't give you the answer because I'm going to ask that again. So, but we have Eastern turkeys here in, in Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Nebraska. And if you get west Western Nebraska, you get into some Rios and maybe a maybe some Merriams. But if you get into Wyoming, South Dakota, Colorado, those are all Merriams. So the Osceola is what we're looking for. Where is the Osceola turkey at? Right, Andrew is, you know the answer? 244-1350, Let's go say hi to Aaron. I believe Aaron is up next. Aaron, uh, good morning. Aaron, are you there, buddy? Aaron? All right, Andrew, I think you got to pot him back up again. Try that again. Oh, Aaron, call back. We lost you. Yeah, drop. 244-1350. We'll get you right back on, Aaron. If you know where the Osceola turkey is, give me a holler. Yeah. See, I thought that would be super easy. We talk about that a lot. <sighs> I don't even remember where I live half the time, so I have to plug it into the uh, GPS to just hit home. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not that bad. It's not getting that bad. Uh, Steve, let's go say hi to Steve this morning and see what he is up to. Steve, good morning. How are you? Oh, everything's good, Dan. Happy I was able to wake up and tune into your show. Well, I was glad you woke up too. You want to go for a, you want to go for an Arctic ice block or that Kershaw hunting knife? What's what's the Arctic ice block? Is it just a block that goes in your cooler? Uh, you don't know what Arctic ice is, really? Well, I didn't know. Well, no, that's okay. It was I, a cooler that went with it. No, or, no, no, no. Arctic ice is a bit. It's a it's a hard plastic block that you put in your freezer. It'll it'll last you forever. Uh, fully warranted, guaranteed, and uh, it'll stay cold or keep your stuff cold for up to three to five days if you got a really good cooler. Holy smokes! I'll try one of those out. Okay. All right. Do you know where you can find an Osceola turkey at? Down there in the land of the Osceola, down in Florida. Florida. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. That's where you find the Osceolas at. All right, man. Steve, we will call you back uh, as soon as the show's over, and we'll get your information, okay? All right. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. 
All right, let's go say hi to Michelle. I think Michelle is up next. We'll see what she is up to. Michelle, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Would you like to try for a Kershaw folding hunting knife? Sure. Okay. Tell me what what what, what kind of you want a hunting or fishing question? Oh, fishing. You want to go fishing? Where would I find where would I find um Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of something easy I can ask you. Where, where, okay, well, here you go. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. What subspecies of catfish is bigger, a bullhead or a channel catfish? Channel. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. They usually are bigger. You got a, you got a knife. Great. Thank All you. Right. All right. We'll call you back after the show, kiddo. Thank you for listening. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No, you, no, thank you. You're welcome. All right, that's it. We're out of here. Two hours of outdoor power is over with. Can you believe that? The show goes by so quick. Andrew, good job today. Sorry that you're going to go down in fantasy football this week. <laughs> I feel bad for you, but it, it's got to be done. Pray for me, folks. Yeah. All right, we'll be back next week, God willing. I'll be out at Sportsman's Warehouse at 10 o'clock. Please come out and see me. Uh, Pearl RV is also going to be there with their big sale. I'll be uh, back in the archery section. Come out and find me and say hi. And uh, we got some stuff for uh, everybody comes out. One, uh, We're going to give away a couple of Milo certificates, one per household, please. We'll be uh, seeing you next week. Until then, if you need me, go to OutdoorsDan.com. Until next week, bye!